Lord to take all that's 10 years to do in one year, we will do it. Supernatural help. Receiving it. Take them. You will go fast. In the midst of darkness, your light will shine. God has anointed Reverend S.O. Olivia to help people discover their victories in Christ through the power in the Word. Now, let's join Reverend S.O. Olivia. You will get there. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Bless your world in Jesus name. Please be seated. How to provoke the power to get wealth. First and foremost, I'd like you to understand this morning that God has ordained you for wealth based upon his covenant. Which means your commitment to the terms of the covenant will commit God to fulfill his part for you to enjoy wealth. The covenant that God made with man does not permit man to walk in lack. The covenant that God made with man does not permit man to beg like you had earlier on. Does not permit man to live a life of insufficiency. God's covenant with us has ordained us for financial fortune. Financial prosperity. Financial abundance. Financial increase. Financial favors. He said, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that giveth thee the power to get wealth. So there is power to get wealth. There is power to make money. There is power when you engage it, you enjoy financial fortune, financial increase. And we see that at work in our covenant father, whom God entered into a covenant with. Abraham. Abraham enjoys such an unusual financial abundance that even the rich call him rich. Nation bow before Abraham. Kings made league, made covenant with him, became a partner of Abraham because they saw the blessing of the Lord upon him. In Genesis 24 verse 1, the Bible says Abraham became old, but the Bible says he didn't just get old as he was getting old, he was getting richer. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things, not in some things, in every area. God blessed him. In verse 35 of that same scripture, the Bible says about Abraham, the servant talking about him, he said, the Lord has blessed my master greatly. I love this verse. It has turned my life around. The Lord has blessed my master greatly. God will bless you greatly in the name of Jesus, right? So what we see in Abraham was not by Abraham's power. It was not by his doing. It was not by his workings. It was the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and added no sorrow. The Lord has blessed my master greatly. He has become great by his blessing. 
He has given him flocks. He has given him hearts. He has given him silver. He has given him gold. He has given him men servant. He has given him maid servant. He has given him camels and asses. So everything Abraham came had came from God. Traceable to God because of the foundation of the covenant that God had with him. And when you see that blessing, you see that it runs from Abraham the father to the sons. And these sons has now included you today. Because you are born again, you have become a son and a daughter of Abraham. So whatever Isaac, the son of Abraham, enjoyed, by covenant, you have access to it too. Somebody shout hallelujah. Isaac enjoyed this covenant. He was so prosperous that also the king were trying to make peace with him. In chapter 26, even during famine, Abraham was so prosperous, very prosperous, that the Bible says he was exploding in riches to the point that people began to envy him. From today, I decree for somebody, they will envy you. Nobody envy a poor man. Nobody say, I want to look like this poor person. No, everybody envy a rich man. From today, from this service, they will envy you in the name of Jesus. If that sound like you, let your amen be an enviable amen. That's it. He was rich also like the father. Look at Genesis 26 verse 12 to 14. And the Bible says, even during famine, Abraham, Isaac sold in the land. And he received in the same year a hundredfold. And look at it again. The Lord blessed him. I love that. The Lord blessed him. And then in verse 13, and this man works great. You see the same thing running through the same scripture because of the blessing of the Lord. And he works great. And he went forward and he grew until he became very great. Now look at verse 14. Also repeating the same thing. For he had possession the same way the father had it. He had possession of flocks and possession of hares and great store of servants. And the Philistine envied him. From this morning, nobody will pity you again. Because of the covenant. And it ran to Jacob. And we are told from scripture in Galatians chapter 4 verse 28 that the same way Isaac was connected to Abraham. Now we brethren, as Isaac was, we also are the children of the promise. So we have access to the covenant blessing that Abraham had access to. Galatians 3 verse 29. If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? And here, according to the promise. What promise? The promise of financial blessing. What promise? The promise of financial increase. I decree today by this encounter that the yoke of poverty, the yoke of lack, insufficiency over your life, your generation this morning, it is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. If that prayer is meant for you, jump on your feet and shout three living amen to that. Amen, amen, amen. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Please be seated. Our redemption brought us into the covenant. Our redemption brought us into the covenant of Abraham. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. He said, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. What cause? Poverty is a cause. Lack is a cause. From the cause of the law, being made a cause for us, for it is written, cause is everyone that hanged upon the tree. 
Verse 14. That the blessing, the blessing of Abraham, the same blessing Abraham enjoyed. The same blessing Isaac enjoyed. The same blessing Jacob enjoyed. The same blessing Moses enjoyed. The same blessing Joseph enjoyed. Even in the land of, of, of in a strange land, he prospered. The same blessing that the blessing of Abraham had come upon the Gentiles. That's talking about you and I through Jesus Christ that you may receive also again the promise of the Spirit through faith. So, in Christ Jesus, we have access to the blessing of Abraham. Jesus coming and said in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9, he said, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, but for your sake he became poor. He became poor so that you can become what? You can become rich. You can become rich. You can enter into this covenant blessing. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 He said God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things. Why? Because of the covenant. You have sufficiently in all things. You are not begging anybody. You are not living on anybody in all things so that you can abound unto every good works. Told John 2 He said beloved I wish above all things. Why? Because you are now in the covenant. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell even as they are so prospered. So the covenant has brought you into the blessing of Abraham. Very quickly this morning. What is the foundation for this covenant? One. Understand that this covenant is the access to your blessing. One is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. When you walk in the fear of God, you are set for the blessing that make it for wet and riches. Abraham was a man that walked in the fear of God. Chapter 22 of Genesis, God said to him, he said, now I know that you fear me. <laughs> Every covenant man was a man that walked in fear, in the fear of the Lord. When you fear God, you don't put your hands into iniquity. You don't put your hands into what you not glorify God. No. You do things Bible way. You do things covenant way. You are not finding shady business, shady dealing, shady negotiation. You are not taking what, what does not belong to you. You walk in the fear of God openly and privately. Psalm 1, 2 from verse 1 to 3. Blessed is a praise to the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord. So when you walk in the fear of the Lord, you walk in his blessing. That delighted great in his commandment. The man that fear God will want to obey God any day, any time. Verse 2. It says, his sin shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. And then look at verse 3. Wealth and riches. Wealth and riches. Because he feared the Lord. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. That was the testimony of Job. Job chapter 1 from verse 1 to 10. God himself testified by Job. He said, he said John was, Job was a perfect man. He was a man that should evil. He was a man that walked uprightly. And the Bible said, God even himself said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job that there is none that fear me like him in all the earth? Alright? So the secret of Job's blessing, working that covenant, was the fear of the Lord. And then Satan replied in verse 10. Satan replied in verse 10. He said, verse 10, Job 1 verse 10. He said, has thou not made an hedge about him? Hmm? Because when God blesses you, he builds the protection around you. You don't lose the blessing. I can't see myself decreasing. Now, it's not possible. Is somebody hearing me right now? I decreed from today. Nothing will go down in your hand again. <laughs> I thought your amen should be louder than that. I said, nothing will go down in your hand again. You will never lose anything from today. 
you will not lose money again. It will keep getting better and better for you. If that has to do with you, let your amen be louder than that. That's it. Thou hast made the hedge about him, about his house, about all that he has on every side. Look at that again. Thou hast blessed the work of his hand and the substance is increased in the land. Why? Because of the covenant. The covenant brings into the blessing. Don't ever forget this. It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord that maketh for wealth and added no sorrow with it. No sorrow, no pain comes with it. No devourer succeed against God's blessing. Chapter 10 of, Gen of Proverbs verse 22. Number 2 is obedience. Obedience. Foundation. Obedience. Obedience is the gate to the, co to the, to the covenant world. You must be committed to living life of obedience. To enjoy his blessings of wealth. We just saw that right now in Psalm 112 from verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. <laughs> what is the good of the land? Prosperity. Somebody here from today, you will eat the good of this land. That's it. You just enjoy prosperity. Why? Because you are committed to obeying God. Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1 to 13. All the blessings of God begin to flow into your direction. Why? Because of your commitment to living life of obedience. Job 36 verse 11. If you will obey and you will serve him, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Prosperity. Prosperity is tied to obedience. Many don't know that. Prosperity is not tied to smartness. It's tied to obedience. Prosperity in this kingdom is tied to your obedience to God. Number three, faithfulness. You are committed to a life of faithfulness. Faithful, you are faithful before the law. Faithfulness, faithfulness is a major key to accessing his blessing. Chapter 28 of Proverbs verse 20. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. But he that maketh in haste, who is hasty, does not want to follow God's way. To be rich shall not be innocent. He will meet with a rock that will crush him. But a faithful man shall abound, abound, abound with blessing. A faithful man shall abound and abound and abound with blessing. A faithful man shall abound and abound and abound with blessing. Now let me tell you something. Before God puts wealth into your hand, he will test you. Genesis 22 verse 1. And the Bible says, and the Lord did tempt Abraham. The Lord tested him. He will test your faithfulness. Before he moved from the level 100,000 naira, he will test you. Are you faithful in tithing? Are you faithful in obeying whatever he tells you to do? When you are faithful, you pass the test, he move it to 1 million. Then you are faithful again, then move it to 5 million. Then you are faithful again, you move it to 20 million. Then you are faithful again, gradually you move up. In this kingdom, you go forward on the platform of faithfulness. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21 and verse 23. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful by a few things. Now, I will make you ruler over many things. Many blessings. I will make you ruler over abundance of wealth. Hmm? Because you have been faithful over a few things. Now, enter into the joy of the Lord. So, your access to his blessing in this kingdom is tied to your level of faithfulness. Luke chapter 16, verse 10 to 12. 
What does the Bible say? It says, he that is faithful in that which is least, God is giving you small, small today. He's testing you. There are many of you today, if God increase what he's giving to you now, you will not come to church. You won't be, this money you are in service, you will not come. Why? That's a job I have to do now. I have to work now. If I have an appointment in VI, I must keep that appointment. God said, God wants you to make heaven. If you keep giving you open door, open door the way you are asking for it, you won't come to church again. You will lose your soul. So he tests you with small blessing and see your commitment. Some people on Sunday morning, that's when they are working. Some people on Sunday morning, that's when they are somewhere else. They are not serving God any longer again. Why? Because of money, 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 money. And God wants you to make heaven. Is somebody hearing me right now? So he will not give you the blessing that will destroy you. So he tells your faithfulness before he move it to the next level. He that is faithful in that which is little, small, shall also be faithful in that which is much. Hmm. Verse 11. Verse 11. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, the small, small money God is giving to you, who will commit to your trust the true riches you are asking for? The true abundance. If you are not faithful in this small, small one God is giving to you, who will commit to your hand abundance of wealth? You will waste it. Like it happened to the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. So God will test your faithfulness before he moves you forward. I pray you will not fail that test again. I said you will not fail that test again in the name of Jesus. Number four is service. Your commitment to service open you up for his blessings. Your commitment to service. I mean, understand that the blessing of God is what makes rich. Many people are serving God to please man. Many people are serving God to please their pastor. No. Where you understand the covenant of service, nobody will push you to service again forever. You are doing it unto the Lord to access his blessings. You shall serve the Lord your God, he shall bless. You shall serve the Lord your God, he shall bless. You shall not serve the Lord your God, he shall not bless. Your commitment to kingdom service open you up for his blessing. He shall bless your bread, he shall bless your water, he will bless the work of your hand, and he will take sickness away from the midst of you. That's it. So, your commitment to kingdom service connects you to the flow of the blessing that make it rich and added no sorrow with it. No pain. Exodus chapter 23 verses 20, verse 25. Job 36 verse 11. If they will obey and they will serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Very quickly this morning, what are the covenant demands for wealth? Now, you have heard about the foundation. Psalm 11 verse 3 says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's one thing for you to get on the foundation. Now you must know how to build on the foundation to provoke wet, the release of grace or power for wet upon your life. Number one is tithing. Tithing. In this kingdom, tithing. God does not bless you on your terms. He blesses you on his terms. God does not bless you on your terms. Say, no, this is how I want to do it. No, you do it your own way, you are your own. He blesses you on his terms. And his time places a demand on 10% of every income, of every flow into your life. Now listen to me. If you are not a tighter, let me tell you what you are missing. You are missing out of the blessing of God. There is what we call blessings. 
And that is what we call the blessing. The blessing and blessings. Blessings is the money you are collecting. Blessings is the clothes you are wearing, the new car you just bought, the house. Blessings. That's the fruit. The things you are seeing here and there. And because God is a good God, he blesses everyone, even the unbeliever with it. Is somebody hearing me right now? But there is the blessing. The blessing cannot be bought with money. Not everybody has access to the blessing. When you carry the blessing, anything you do will succeed. If you put this church in Moway, you will come to Moway, you will come there. Amen. When you carry the blessing, any business you do, whether it's pure water, you will succeed. When you carry the blessing, it's no longer about you. It is God's covenant at work in your life. That is what was on Abraham. The blessing. It was the blessing that Isaac had access to. And when you carry the blessing, every other thing will fall in place in your life. Protection is there. Defense is there. I am not afraid of anything because I carry the blessing. I know it. <laughs> I know it. I have no fear of tomorrow. I have no fear of losing anything. When people lose, I don't lose anything. Somebody hearing me right now? The blessing is on my life. I know it. When I enter a place, things will work. When I put my hand on any business, it will work. I'm not a businessman, but anything I do will deliver. Why? The blessing is there. I decree for somebody here today, the blessing will rest upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what you gain access to when you are a tighter. You become a partner with God and then the blessing begin to speak in your life. Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build a house, the labor in vain that build it. You are laboring in vain when you don't have the blessing. Hmm? First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 he said by strength shall no man prevail. So which means you need the blessing. You need to be in partnership with him and you do that by your commitment to tithing. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be what? That may be meat in my house and prove me now here will say the Lord if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, blessing, not blessings when you carry the blessing you will see blessings it is natural for it to flow in your life, I don't beg for favor my wife, I mean something happened in my, my house three days ago I mean somebody reached me from somewhere and we needed something there, my wife quickly said to me why don't you tell him about that thing so that I can get it I said no, you know I won't do that <laughs> I didn't think about it. I said, no. I, I, I will not do that. I will not ask anybody for anything. Not. I won't do that. You know what? I'm so conscious of the blessing. Wherever I am, people will locate me. Amen. I was in my office when they brought this building to us. This old facility. I was in my, I didn't go looking. I was in my office. I sat down in my office and they brought it to me there. I sit down here. They bring money to me. I don't go look for anybody. I don't look at anybody's house. For what? I don't do that. I sit down in my office, people move money to my account. Is somebody hearing me right now? When you carry the blessing anywhere you are, you will attract blessings. That's what you are carrying from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let me hear your email like thunder. Let me hear your email like thunder. Are you carrying the blessing anywhere you are favored? I've been to America before where I didn't know anybody. They just located me, picked me among the crowd and put me in front. 
Is somebody hearing right? The blessing. The blessing. From today, I release the blessing upon your life that will turn your destiny around in the name of Jesus. Right? That amen should be a louder amen. So you enter into the blessing by tithing. And then I will pour out upon you the, a blessing that does not be room enough to receive it. And then verse 11. And then because of the blessing, God will be the one rebuking the devourer. You have no capacity to deal with the devil. Understand that. You have, if Satan blow on your head today, you are gone. <laughs> you are gone. You have no capacity to resist Satan. You don't have the capacity without God. Why you see me talking like this? I have a back, you know. <laughs> Amen. I have a backing. I'm not just making bold face. So I have a backing. I'm in a covenant. I'm in a partnership. God support me anywhere, anytime. And it's not empty boasting. We are glory in the law. If you don't have his backing, one win from the devil can make you to sell all your properties in one day for sickness. Somebody had about seven or eight houses. He sold them a chicken change to take care of his health. The houses, houses that he labor for years. I will rebuild the father for your sake. He shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. I don't spend money on. I don't take drug. No multivitamin. me. But you can see that I'm very healthy. I've been preaching here since Wednesday. Full of vitality, energy, constant. He will rebuild the devourer for your sake. You shall not cast your fruit. I mean, I mean neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. No miscarriage. And then in verse 12, he said, you will be so blessed that they will call you blessed. Verse 12, you will be so blessed. They will call you blessed. All nations will call you blessed. For you shall be a delightsome land in the Lord. Why? How do you access that? By titan. You better know what is in titan. Abraham accessed it by titan. Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. He paid tithe to Melchizedek, and Melchizedek put the blessing on him. You eat your tithe, you are eating dead. Amen. Look at it here. God told them, as soon as you cross River Jordan, Jericho is the tithe of the promised land, Canaan land. Nobody should take anything from it. And you know what? One greedy man, they call his name Eka. He said, no, ah, how can I see money and not take money? He said, I mean, we have been coming all these years. Ah. It's time to be rewarded. No, nobody can tell me what to do. And then he went ahead and took the, the, the gold and whatever. And you know what? That was his end. There's a valley they call the valley of Akko in Israel today. They stoned him to death. And that stone became a mountain up to tomorrow. Somebody hearing me right now. He died prematurely with his family, with his generation forever, for taking what belongs to God. Jericho was the tithe of Canaan. Is somebody hearing me right now? God said to Adam, Adam, you can eat everything in this garden except one. This one you must not eat. It's my own. Many of you are so greedy that God has given you 100 I mean, 90% graciously. You say, no, 10%. How can I get to take 90%? No, how can I give time to God? I must eat everything. I must eat everything. You are eating dirt without knowing. You are eating gravel without knowing. Granite is in your mouth. Is somebody hearing me right now? Why? Leviticus 27 verse 30. All the tithe of the land, all of them, not some of them, whether of the seed of the ground or the fruit of the tree, it is the Lord. It is holy unto the Lord. So when you take what belongs to God, you come under a curse. That's what Achan did, and it became cause forever. I decree for you today, everyone that has been 
breaking this rule, breaking this principle, may the mercy of God rest upon you today. And grace to be to be online. Receive it in Jesus' name. Jesus did not abolish tithe. He didn't. I don't know where people got the teaching from. He came and re-echoed the truth of tithe. In Matthew 23, verse 23. If he said, don't pay tithe. As you are doing all that, make sure you pay your tithe too. That's what he was saying there. And people, because of greediness and covetousness, made a a a a, a heresy out of the word of God. It's a new day for you. I say it's a new day for you. Number two is giving. Giving. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Give and it shall be given to you. You don't give, it will not be given to you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give back to your bosom. Tithing is your Christian responsibility. Giving is as the Lord blesses you. Is somebody hearing me right now? First Corinthians chapter 16 verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 16 verse 2. Upon the first day of the week, that's talking about today. Let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him. As God has prospered him. As God has blessed you. You put some things together out of his blessing. You lay it, put it aside. This is for God. As he has blessed me. And then you bring it to the house of God. That's it. You are committed to giving. And we have so many channels of giving. One, giving to promoting God's kingdom. Anytime you see opportunity in the house of God, you give towards it. Haggai chapter 1. Two, be committed to raising altar of sacrifice for your dramatic change of story all the time. Psalm 126. And then, you sow in tears and then you reap in joy. Three, you are committed to giving to the poor. Somebody shout hallelujah. You are committed to giving to the poor. He that giveth to the poor shall not lack. Proverbs 28, verse 27. Four, you are committed to giving to the prophet. Your prosperity is tied to your prophet. In case you are not aware, somebody shout a living amen. He said, believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe also his prophet. Get connected to his prophet. And then you prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. So you are a committed giver. You are an ad, a, a, addicted giver to God's kingdom. Addicted giver to the poor. Addicted giver to the prophet. And you know what, son? You know what? His blessing will flow into your life of prosperity. And number three this morning is diligence. Diligence. Now, every time you give, his blessing come upon your life. His blessings run through the works of your hand. His blessings run through the works of your hand. His blessing is reflected in what you are doing. That's why, listen to me, you can't just be giving and doing nothing. You must do something. God will now put that blessing upon the works of your hand. Psalm 1 verse 3. And whatsoever I do it shall prosper. Chapter 10 of verse, verse 3. He said, oh, verse 4. He become a poor that dealer with his slack hand. God didn't make him to be poor. He become a poor that dealer with his slack hand. But the hand of the diligent shall be made to rich. You will be rich in Jesus name. Stand on your feet. Are you blessed this morning? Lift your hands and give God thanks for the word you have received. It's a new day for you. Open your mouth wide and bless him. Very quickly. Come on do that. Do that. We have no time to waste right now this morning. Lift your hands and bless him. Lift your hands and bless him. Now, begin to receive grace to commit to what you have had. Grace to be a faithful tighter, receive it now. Grace to be a committed giver, receive it now. Grace to be a diligent worker, receive it now. Lift your hands and talk to him right now. Receive that grace. You have commit these three principles. I can tell you something. You are on your way to wealth. You are on the journey 
to financial abundance. You will never be poor in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody stand on your feet and give him praise this morning and receive grace to walk in the truth you have received. What you have had does not profit you. It is what you do with what you have had that changes your story. Transform